previously on Live at 605. But I'm in the privacy of our own 605 studios. Sorry, I held for laughter there, but I got none. I did laugh. I know, but then I said something funny afterwards. You did? (laughs) (laughs) John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. This is the Thanksgiving episode Ooh. of Live at 605 Season 18, Episode 7. Jeez Louise. Episode 200 and something in the archives. And this is six years of free content we've been providing people, <laughs> which is pretty crazy. And I'm your podcaster, John. And I'm a starving Val. <laughs> I know. It's, I don't even know why I'm so hungry. It's currently 1.30 p.m. on uh, Thanksgiving Monday. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I think I'm hungry. I'm like, okay, you want to go like grab some food? Like, yeah, let's do a podcast first. You know why, though? Why? It's because when we end up having long weekends, my entire eating schedule is off because we skip lunch yesterday but have this quasi-early dinner, which means I get hungry at like 11 p.m. Right. And then to train my body to go back to work t- t- tomorrow, because it's holiday Monday, I woke up early but ate a smaller breakfast, Right. didn't eat lunch. Yes. So now I'm like waiting for dinner. So we, I'm all off my game. And then, yeah, this I feel like we've lived a bunch of lives this morning. Like you woke up a bit earlier, did yeah. some stuff, then I woke up. You made breakfast. I tried to make breakfast and I burnt the toast, which That's I was very used, sad. Yeah, I used uh, brioche bread in the toaster. And I'm just like, mm, either I'm having a stroke or there's, you know, <laughs> you smell burnt toast. So I almost burned the apartment down. But I, I didn't smell it. I was cleaning the bathroom and then I'm like, and it's only when I came out to the family room, I'm like, did you burn the toast? Yeah. <laughs> so then you made chocolate chip muffins, which are yes. really good. And then, and then what's. One of the shows that we, we've been obsessed with for the last oh, few years. Oh, boy. Jersey Shore. So then what have we been watching for the last two hours? Jersey Shore, but Snooki Tech- and Wow season. The Forgotten Show. The Forgotten Show. And then what I said, like, I was like, yo, I want to watch Snooki's wedding episode, yeah. which is a good precursor to today's episode oh. of Live at 605. You just want to talk about weddings this week so we can call this 605 Weddings Part 4. No! <laughs> try and trick people. No. But, um, yeah, it was fun rewatching that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I don't know what we're going to do for lunch. And then you also made a roast already that's marinating yeah. for dinner. <laughs> yeah. We've lived a life. We, so, we have. Yes. Uh, well, why don't you give out your contact info? Yeah. If you guys want to check out some of the stuff we've been up to, it's ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter. How's your Instagram game been? Good. Have you posted any fun shit lately? Fun stories. Fun stories. Yeah. Just like Fun Bobby. Who's that? Well, it's from Friends. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I never. I well, no, Ferris I would appreciate yeah, fun this. Bobby. Who's? Oh, he was, he was an alcoholic in the end. Oh, That's yeah, what made okay. him so I fun. Remember that guy? Yeah. yeah. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malincamp, and then follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're at Live at Six O Five. And I feel like I posted a fun video, but it didn't get enough attention last week, so I was Which sad. Which one? It's the one where I used this song. I was I became obsessed with this song. Um, it is, so I became obsessed. I love this song by the Wu-Tang Clan called All, Can It Be All So Simple? I've played it for you. It's like a good yeah. soulful beat. But then there's this guy who like took all these classic Wu-Tang songs and turned them into like Nintendo theme songs. Okay. And so I found this one song. It's this guy called L. Michael's Affair. Mm-hmm. And this is the original song. Right? Yeah. And then I took this version it's just more like instrumental yeah hold on see it sounds like yeah did you did finish you not, your story did you, <laughs> finish your, and then i made a video to that song of all yeah. the things we did on last week's episode yeah. episodic promo yeah and i'm throwing in shit of us in jamaica you and me on mystery dates all yeah. this wild shit and it barely got any love on facebook or instagram but here's the thing though first of all yes People don't use audio on social half the I time. Know, I know. So I that's your that. first challenge. I am and aware. I feel like I'm the best focus group for most of these behaviors because I never turn on audio. Yeah. And so I'm like, first of all, I'm not going to appreciate Ellesmere Affair or whatever you called it. <laughs> right. Right. The second thing was sometimes you may have private accounts. Not the Live at 605. Oh, not the Live no, at 605. No, I didn't post it on oh, my own okay. shit. 
So I'm just going to show you this. You don't have to look at anything, but there's no audio right now. And tell me this isn't a dope video that I'm showing you. But to be fair, it is dope. But you may have seen some of these pics in the... Yeah, that's where I took them to make that Exactly. Edit, so. so people might be like, why are they just showing me the same shit? But if you follow us on Instagram, we got 225 followers, which is pretty good. Oh, follow- boy. I, I'm not even, I don't even pimp my Instagram. We got the official 605 pic. And I would mm-hmm. like to say, that although the one that got a lot of love is the picture of the guy in his underwear yeah. and no shoes in the laundry room. Yeah. People w- went Sponsor. crazy for that story, which was funny. Yeah. But anyways... I think this season we've stepped up our game when it comes to like social media stuff. So mm-hmm. I just think go to Facebook Live 605 or Instagram, you'll find a lot of cool shit. Totally. And then we never we haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you go to iTunes, you should rate, subscribe, and review us. Whoa. So we got another like or a review, I think, on, in, on iTunes last week. Really? So we went up to like 18, which is good. Nice. So people are clearly enjoying it, which is fun. Nice. And there's been lots of downloads all, all over the world, which is great. Loving so that. You're still enjoying the, the podcast? Have yeah. you listened to any of the new episodes or are you just rewatching? I'm just re-listening to the old stuff. But that will bring me to my super fan of the week. Well, well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it on So I told John that um, this whole past week I was in Montreal for work. And John's like, just listen to the podcast. Just listen to the podcast. And make I had, you feel not so homesick. Exactly. And so I had already listened to all the wedding podcast episodes. So part one through three um, of season 18. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to re-listen to them again. Oh, <laughs> so it was super chill because I'm like on the plane, like laughing to myself and everything. But prior to leaving to Montreal for work on Sunday, this past Thursday, we were in the studio with the band and jamming. And dear friend of the podcast slash band for the wedding, mm. Rob, lead guitarist, him and his lovely partner, Stacy, listened to the podcast. Really? And they've been listening for years. Really? But as soon as I I came into the studio... Rob made um he's like made it a point to say he's like Val I gotta say Stacy was giggling at the podcast the whole time really? the wedding episodes wow. so she really really liked him so I will say super fans of the week Rob and Stacy well Doctor Stacy I may add really yeah oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah. well, I appreciate that it's like I said we've had like a resurgence of closer friends who have listened mm-hmm. although i do feel like rob rob's has, an og he, he he's been listening for yeah. a while like he would talk talk to me about the podcast mm-hmm. and stuff so that always appreciate that that's mm-hmm. awesome i'm glad they like the wedding episode yeah. i think they're some of the best episodes yeah. we've done i think he said she got the giggles or something <laughs> listening to it <laughs> yeah. well as people do yes. because it's awesome but that's awesome we always mm-hmm. appreciate it's good to bring back the super fans this season Absolutely. too so those were the super fans of the week well 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 Looks like we got ourselves a Live at 605 super fan. That's it on Do you have a sponsorship? I do. Uh, I do. Do you have any sponsorship? Yes. You do? I do. Oh, you I might as well do. do. <laughs> I do want you to listen to this episode <laughs> yeah. of the podcast. All right. Well, then why don't you get into your sponsorship of the week? Sponsorship of the week. So I think I mentioned this on the flight home from Montreal, which is thursday um not jersey not jer oh was jersey <laughs> um so anyway whenever we fly for work or for personal doesn't matter if we go to italy or <laughs> france or i just go for a one-day trip to montreal we take the same size luggage and right. so it's always a carry-on suitcase have you told me this story oh yes yeah, you did. yeah you did. and so on the flight home first of all i was terrified coming home from Montreal because of such flashback memories of being stuck in the Montreal airport for 13 hours. So much so that we meet, missed the Fleet Foxes concert. That's right. Right? And so... Although I came through and got us tickets to their second that's show. That's what's up. Um, so this time around, I'm like, oh my God, if this flight is delayed, I'm going to lose it. So anyway, the flight wasn't delayed. But what I wasn't ready for was that there was people already on the plane. So when they were picking us up in Montreal, I guess somebody, the plane had flown in from like Halifax or something. So back on route for Toronto. So I had already brought this carry on suitcase onto the plane to come to Montreal. So I'm like, yo, it fit in the overhead compartment. But there was also an option to like gate check. Your bag. Okay. So then I get on the plane, and the stewardess lady is like... making this very airport-specific. I think if you, if you want to go... <laughs> we're not going to say what airline this was. No, I'm not going to say joking. which airline this was. I've had mishaps on all airlines. That's true. So this is not, like, specific calling somebody out. 
Um, so anyway, so what had happened was I get like, you know, you walk down the tunnel with your bag. There's nobody standing there to like gate check your bag. Um, get on the plane. And as soon as I get on the plane with my bag, and again, there's other people who have larger bags on the plane, mm. right, in front of me, but there's a whole host of people sitting. Right. The stewardess lady's like, hey, you're going to have to put your bag under your seat. Ooh. And I'm like, really? My suitcase? She's like, it won't fit on top. Right. And I'm like, it'll fit underneath. But it'll fit underneath. So I was like, this seems weird. And it's also weird to yeah. not have the option to gate check your bag, yeah. which is like, you know, the workflow for this airline. Sure. So anyway, I walk down to my seat, 8A. Mind you, I'm sitting on this, the other side of the plane I don't like. And why is it that you like one side over the other? I don't know. I feel like I'm superstitious where I'd prefer being on the right side of a plane for okay. some reason. Um, and this is only like two seats, two plane seats. Plane right, stage left. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so then anyway, I'm like, you know what? I will wedge my bag underneath the seat as told to me by the stewardess. So then I do this. Right. Nobody's sitting beside me at this point. I'm in the window seat. All of a sudden, this like older woman, you know, when older women have like. (laughs) I'm not going wherever you're going (laughs) as a a straight white male. I'm not allowed to say anything. You know when people color their hair, but it looks so like obvious color. Well, yeah, even when we were watching the Snooky wedding, I'm like, her hair so dyed red. And I'm like... This is exactly yeah. that. So this woman had super, like, fireball red pixie <sighs> hair okay. kind of thing, but she was, like, an older woman with, like, Harry Potter glasses. Right. And so she comes in, and um, she, like, throws down her, like, like rucksack, which is, like, a giant, like, circle. And so... Not a store in the Eaton Center? No, not rudsack. What did you... Well, I guess you, it's you a rucksack. Said rucksack. Well, it's a rucksack. What? It's like a backpack. A ruck sack. Yeah. And the other place is rud sack? Yeah. <laughs> Next time you can just say backpack. <laughs> okay, whitey. <laughs> so this is where, um, what's she going to call it? She puts her bag Sorry, down. You call me whitey. I'm like, oh, maybe we can call this episode white power. Then I'm like, nope, nope, nope we can't, can't do that. Can't do that. You're in for the long con. Yeah. Um, so what happened was she puts her bag down and it looks like it has a fucking basketball in it and so she wants to obviously maybe that old woman yeah um so anyway she obviously because common protocol is you want to put your bag underneath your seat yeah so then i say to her i was like listen i'm so sorry the stewardess lady told me to put my suitcase underneath the seat does she not fucking like roll her eyes, what? grunt, gesture to somebody on the back of she's her? Making gestures she's to making people. gestures mm. and calling me out. I'm like, bitch, please do not put me on blast for this. I apologize, and I didn't choose to do this. Yeah, but to be fair, it was what like a six, seven hour flight. No, it's like an hour, and she's like so short. So I'm like, yo, your legs size are fine, size queen, size queen. But she, her legs are so short. I'm like, bitch, please, your legs are fine. If right. you wanted to sprawl out for days, you'd still have room. Right. So then she was like huffing and puffing, and like the whole time she was sitting, she did that thing where she like, you know, when you take the armrest but you like put your whole body yeah, on it so then you can't actually move over i've never if i've sat next to someone i've never put my arm on the armrest i share with them i'm just a nice person like i actually i'm thoughtful yes whereas 95 percent of people on planes no. aren't thoughtful and they'll put their fucking meat all over these arms. this skis of a woman basically had a fucking chicken wing arm all over that bar and then she's like huffing and puffing as if i'm like literally like making her hold my fucking suitcase right. and so then when we got off she literally told somebody in front of the, her that my suitcase was blocking her. She's plate. telling other people. She's telling everybody. other people. Wow. I'm like, who really, are you? I have a fantasy that this woman has a podcast and we're her sponsorship. Oh, hundred percent. She's like, oh, this chick came out yeah, of here. That's my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. What you didn't hear in that story was my There's fucking more. suitcase was stuck underneath the seat. You, it got stuck. Yeah, I couldn't pull it out. That's what she, she said. said. <laughs> <laughs> but you weren't delayed at least. No, I wasn't. I was delayed like 10 minutes, which right. is like fucking oh, like whatever. as if we it's gained not, 20 minutes yeah, for that hours. airline. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, it's good to have you home. Mm-hmm. I remember last week we were talking about how you have separation anxiety sometimes. I do. What I feel like though, and this is where I have to wise up a bit more, is mm. that I think the thing that throws me is I should just leave you in the morning. <laughs> it, it's one of those things where because we had so much time till my flight, yeah. it was so sad. But you finally did what nobody, 
you've never done before. So I actually drove you Whoa, to the airport. You drove me to the airport. You might get reimbursed otherwise. But I just want to spend time with you. You do? Yeah, I do. Oh, that's a first. Yeah. Well, no, I was happy to take you to the airport, but it was sadder that way. I'm like, See? Hey, yeah, it's super sad, but. And then since you were gone all week, ooh, I almost spilled the beans of we we next week might be the episode I feel like where we tell a big secret of <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so we're getting close like I'm looking at the calendar of what we're going to yeah. talk about and I feel like we might talk about like Frankie, Frankie. turn on your computer. computer like we might if we have time we might get to the Lizzo concert ooh. and then the next day like next yeah. week or the week after might be our big announcement totally I almost spilled the beans of some of the stuff I did while you were gone. But I actually didn't tell you one thing I did while you were gone. What? Was it singing Kelly Clarkson, since you've been gone? No, I will say you just, you can't, first of all, you can't roll your eyes. You have to, (laughs) 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 you just rolled them. (laughs) The biggest eye roll I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Um, And so you can't roll your eyes. You (laughs) 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 You have to let me present my complete idea in completion. It's going to take no... I've never take, heard somebody use the word complete and completion in the same sentence. You just have to show me the respect I show you when you bring something new to the table. What? And just, I'll need maybe 120 to 180 seconds of your time, and then we'll move on from here, so... Fine. One of my uh, all-time... Dr- Wait, 120 seconds? Well, 120 seconds to tell the story, and then I need, like, at least 60 seconds to present my findings. What? This is just, look, you left me for like 12 days, so I had to find time. I literally left you for six. Uh, You left me for five. Yeah, it felt like six. So I had to find time to entertain myself. So a few things. Do you want me to tell you about one of my dreams as a kid or what I want to do? Well, you have 120 seconds. So (laughs) I I was going to say, choose your time wisely. One of my dreams as a kid, as a profession, was to be a music producer, but not a music producer like Quincy Jones, a music (laughs) producer like Timbaland or the Neptunes. And so when I was like 16, I got, uh, <laughs> first of all, you're supposed to time out. I still have 110 seconds. You also can't sarcastically laugh at my dreams and my findings. Fine. What does the data tell us? So when I was 16, my Christmas gift was I got a DJ set, but like. Uh, you did? Well, not a real DJ set, but one you hook up to the computer. And from there, I made an album. My name, my DJ name was DJ Digital Frog, and I made an album called Born to Scratch. <laughs> and I just the, Lady Gaga was loving that. <laughs> this is like 2002. This is way before Lady Gaga. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. So she probably got it from me. I sold like three copies of my album. Sold? I actually have a picture on my phone because I, I found the CD in the closet when I was cleaning stuff out. Yeah, you've probably seen the picture, but this is what the album cover looks like, and I'll I'll post it on the Facebook page. Let me see. It's, um. Oh. You got like 30 seconds left. So here. Oh, sorry. It's called Born the Mix. DJ Digital Frog. <laughs> That's some stellar clip art. <laughs> my album cover is a frog and then... I uh, think you CDs. spelled presents wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't spell presents wrong. <laughs> it's just weird cursive. Oh, okay. So anyways, fast forward all these years later... <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing Look at? Look at those CDs. <laughs> 2003, Burnt CD 30 seconds. Okay, so anyways, um, I love being music producer. That doesn't really make sense <laughs> at all. <laughs> I like the idea of being a music producer. <laughs> yeah. And so my one thought was, let me ask you this question. This doesn't account for Did my you time. have this whole rhetorical concept in discussion mm. while I was gone? No, I was just bored and I wanted to do some shit. So are you currently happy with the theme song for Live at 605? Yeah, you can't change a brand. All right, then. So this will not be the new theme song. But I thought, you know. What does it sound like? An eye roll is equivalent to a sarcastic question. Okay. So I love making rap music and I just thought, tell me if this beat. I made a beat. I think the beat's real hot. And I'm thinking if people like it, email us at live605 at gmail.com and I'll Mm -hmm. sell it to you. So this is just the beat. The song is called 605 Beat, and I think I made a hot one. Are you ready? Put my microphone closer. This is so dark. No. Watch this part. (laughs) 
<laughs> Where's our names? No, this is just the beat. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> it's so dark. No, no, that wasn't the theme song. I was just tinkering with the idea of making a new theme song. Until I said I don't like it. No, this is just a hot beat. Like, I was going to make a whole rap song about an experience and set it to this rap beat, but... <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I won't be a professional music producer anymore. So that's what you did while I was away. <laughs> <laughs> you can find that fresh beat on loftygoals.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you leave me for five days, <laughs> listen, I leave you for one day and you throw a house party. Yeah. You go to three other parties yeah. and I leave you for 12 hours. You left me for five whole days. I had I had to make shit done. Totally. Now, that also doesn't make like a complete <laughs> sentence. <laughs> So, do you want to get into this episode? What's or? your sponsor? My sponsorship was either about a guy being dirty or a parking ticket. Parking ticket. I guess the dirty story goes along with the Lizzo story. So, if we get yeah. to that, I'll just talk about that experience. Mm-hmm. But So, this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, we obviously have a car and we don't drive it all the time. But we usually like don't need to take them to work or anything. Usually just use it on the weekend or if we got to go somewhere specific. And then we had gone like a week in between using the car. And last two weeks ago, we were t- I was taking you to violin lessons. Yeah. And we're walking I haven't down- even teased that yet. What? That I'm taking violin lessons in season 18. <laughs> oh, boy. Tell your damn story, then I'll talk about violin. Okay. So you already told your bandmates, so it's fine. This is not the podcast audience. I can take this part out. No. Okay. Go for it. Oh, hold on. So we're walking down to the car, and then what you saw at first, what did you see on the car window? A ticket. A ticket. And at first I thought it was just like, you know, sometimes people leave, like, leave menus or something on your windshield or wiper. Or Jesus flyers. So we go there, and we have two tickets on our car window. Two tickets? One of them was a warning shot, and one oh. of them was the actual ticket. Bag. And we're like, what the hell's going on here? And mm. it's a $30 parking violation ticket. As in our par- parking spot. In our fucking parking spot. And so we're like, what the hell is this? So we kind of look at it quickly, and then I take you to where you need to be, and then I'm just you like... You could say violin lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe people zoned out, so I take you to your violin lessons, and I'm just like, what the hell? I'm all heated from this parking ticket. Come back home, like, okay, I'm going to deal with this shit. And basically... We park in our assigned parking spot, but just because we didn't have our little... Like hanging, hang- like plastic, like not even plastic, cardboard. A little cardboard thing that like, has our parking spot number on written it. Written with a Sharpie. These motherfuckers gave us a ticket rather than... Like, Looking what do you at think? the license plate, seeing who should be assigned there. But on the ticket, they wrote down our license plate and sent it to the city of Toronto. Like, what's easier? Like, shouldn't they have some kind of like iOS app on like their phone that could like type it in Good to use. be like, that's what I thought. So anyways, I'm like, motherfucker, 30 yeah, bucks. Especially because for where we're situated, like other people fucking like randomly park in our the lot Rat-mobile. from like the Ratmobile, fucking people from the neighboring hotels yeah. park down there. So I'm like, bitch, please. Like, why are you tagging us? So I come home and I read this ticket and it's like, okay, you have a few options. You can either just pay that shit or you can dispute it online or in person. I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm not giving the city of Toronto yeah. any days of the week to go in when these motherfuckers shut down the gardener for Thanksgiving weekend and shut down the subway system. I know, fucking John Tory. Uh, so that sucks. So I'm like, okay, well, let me dispute this shit online. And so I go on there and it's a whole complicated process of like putting in reference numbers and license numbers and all this shit for a $30 ticket. Yeah. Oops. And I had to write like a basically a whole five page essay about why I can dispute this issue. For $30. For $30. But we didn't want to pay $30. Nah, it's the principle. And so I write this whole thing. I take pictures of our parking spot, our tickets, all this stuff. I, mm-hmm. I'm i very generous and nice. Yeah. I say thank you. Thank you for listening to me. Because now we're not dealing with our shit security guards. We're dealing no. with the city of Toronto. I think the other weird thing is, though, like, this is what drives me nuts. It's like when you think about, like, man in underwear in laundry room, right? People shooting up in the stairwells, yeah. rat mobiles, that right? One Fucking with her daisy dog. Daisy dog getting yelled at on friend's floor, picking up their mail, yeah. right? 
the, the friggin' whole building going to the dogs versus the humans who pay the rent, yeah. right? But then also in the parking lot, there's like cars that we call like old faithful yeah. kind of thing. And they're like covered in dust with no signage no on signage. them and no tickets. No tickets. So it's like, how did our clean car get a ticket? So anyways, I write up this whole thing. It's super annoying. And then how long do you think it's going to take for us to hear <laughs> back? Like When I, you actually said, I was like, oh, maybe like 14 days. Yeah. And then you're 150 like, days and is this going is to where take to find out if we have to pay a $30 ticket. Bullshit. But you know what I realized? What? And we, we spoke about this on Friday when we were with uh, Ferris and Cam. The new transportation minister yeah. uh, is, what's his face? Brian, Brian Mulroney's, Mulroney's like, like sister, sister or something. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't remember yeah, that, right. did you? No. <laughs> so she has bigger problems to take on. Yeah. So we'll keep you guys posted. We should make a bet. Today's what, October 12th or something? Yeah. I, I'm sure we won't find out till season 20. What happens if we only get 11% of that $30 back? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the coin jar. Oh, my God. So many stories. So I'll let you guys know in 150 days if we have to pay the city of Toronto $30 for parking in our spots. You know why it's our spot? Because it's our spot. spot. Well, anyway, that's my fucking sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So it's only a half an hour and we're just starting this podcast. Yeah. What do you want to get into this week? Well, this episode we wanted to talk about kind of like the follow-up, the summer podcast and the, sorry, podcast, the summer weddings that we would have because obviously ours was like the first wedding of the year. It was in February. But one of the things that you and I kind of both said independently was that our wedding was one of those weddings we would have rather attended just to kind of experience all the great fun. Yeah. Right. So that kind of gave us a new insight into attending all of our friends' weddings. Quick question. Who had a better wedding, you or Snooky? Obviously us. Did you like Snooky's wedding dress? No. Did you like her husband? No. She should have <laughs> married Vinny. Oh, so man. like... In preparation for this episode of the podcast, we obviously watch, as we mentioned earlier, uh, Snooki and Jay Wow's season five. I think it was the series finale. Yeah, it was. Right? And then it was like uh, Snooki's wedding to Gianni. Gianni. Ugh, Ugh. the worst. Yeah. Right? But anyway, sorry, I interrupted you there. Yeah. Um, but one of the things we were excited about was finally attending all of our friends' weddings to see, like, you know, what they were doing in relation to like what we had done obviously like attending weddings with our friends was a lot of fun so the first wedding of the summer which was like a six month gap between our wedding and the next one that's what happened when you get married in february i love that though yeah um was our dear friends becca and mike's Mm. right Mm -hmm. in where did we go we went uh where was it it was like the Yes. We drove up to Kleinberg. Kleinberg. And so this wedding was boom, super boom, boom, fun. Boom, boom. Sorry. What I, is I, that? Seinfeld. <laughs> so um, this wedding was super fun and, and we were really excited mm-hmm. for it because a bunch of our friends who were at our wedding were also going to this wedding, if not right. like part of the wedding party. Right. So this was obviously Becca, the bride, mm. um, who we know through Maddie, Ferris, Christina, right? right? My, one of my old bosses. Yeah, Mal. <laughs> Both of our old bosses. Yeah, I was going to say, the OG boss, yeah, Mal, who's original. amazing. Yeah. Who we also feel like is, what's his face? David from, Wallace. David Wallace <laughs> from The Office, um, who's like game changer. Yeah. Um, and so this was super fun. Uh, with the <laughs> funny part of it, though, with the exception of me, all of our female friends were in the wedding party. Right. So it ended up being you driving all the dudes. And I also just remember the next day we were going to Ottawa for oh one day. Oh, my God. That's this, right. We went to the wedding Friday night, drove to Ottawa Saturday morning, came back to Toronto Sunday. Sunday. Jeez Louise. That was a lot of driving. You'd be so sad if you were living a boring life. You like it when we're busy. Who's that? That's you. That's me? <laughs> That's you. <laughs> <What>? That's me. <laughs> I can't remember. We're, oh, we were in Montreal. And um, Francois and Wynn both did impressions of like me. And I'm like, is that supposed to be me? But it was like high-pitched voices. But oh, I'm like, no. I don't know if I that's me. I was just doing me. a bad impression. This wasn't an impression <laughs> of you. It was just me saying uh, some wild shit. What you're calling. Okay, so you ended up, with the exception of Dan and Carson, drove Bryson, Cam, myself, and Mark mm. up to, which is one of Maddie's and Becca's friends from high school, right. up to Kleinberg. So how was that day? Uh, that day was good. Were you uh, stressed out to drive five people? I wasn't. The only thing that stressed me out was 
usually uh, you would sit in the front seat and I would ask you to do navigations. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because I, we had a bunch of people and it was like, whatever, a 40-minute drive. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to make a kick-ass playlist. Yeah. And so I had my phone uh, listening to music. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay, obviously I don't know where I'm going, so I got to, like, use navigation. Yeah. And I couldn't – I didn't want to, like – you were in the back seat, which was great, but I'm like, okay, how am I gonna like figure out the navigation? Mm -hmm. And like, it's hard to look to. Anyway, yeah. Long story short, if you guys don't have it, one of my favorite things you ever got me is the Apple Watch, and the Apple Watch syncs with your phone, and I was able to get all the directions through my watch. Yes. So I knew how to like turn and all this and that, mm -hmm. which was great. So, no, the drive was fine. It was fun. Like I had no issue driving yeah. everybody. It's it is always like five people in total. It's just like you know changing lanes you yeah just gotta be a little bit extra careful but but it was also like crazy funny like i can't remember like we were doing like so many jokes in the car ride up and it was like passing like wonderland and everyone was like really into going on that yukon mistress or whatever the hell it was called <laughs> right, right. And, so, and so that, that trump's mistress trump's UConn? mistress whatever yukon rider or something <laughs> and so we were talking about that and then mark was practicing for his big thing because he had to do a speech but he didn't know when he had to make right. a speech or a reading and so he was like practicing it in the car and he was great like yeah. that part was super fun um cam always loves your playlist mm. right kind of thing yesterday or on friday he made a request to get it yes um so that was really cool all of you looked hella sharp yeah um, you look great as well thank obviously you. i resurfaced the dress i bought to be in lillian's wedding party oh. um but i wore it the proper way because for Lillian's wedding, I roar it in reverse. You roared it in reverse. Roar, roar, rural Jura. Um, so that was fun. So we got to, oh, I know what it was called. What? The doctor's house. Oh, that's correct. Right? And so we had never heard of this place. No. Um, the, the pictures on their website looked awesome. But for when sure. we were telling friends about like, oh, we're going to the doctor's house. Everybody's like, yeah, I've been there before. And we're like, have you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because sure, you yeah. were asking, like, Rula and everybody. And so then everybody's been there. But we yeah. were like, how are we so foreign to this stuff? We got to get, we got to have more friends, invite us to more weddings. Exactly. And so we got there and it was so stunning. It was awesome. Um, and so, so picturesque. It was, like, beautiful gardens and everything. And then um, we kind of, like, went inside. And there was, like, a cool part because you're kind of, like, walking through the whole <laughs> building to get to the chapel yeah. which i feel like we went the wrong way to be honest maybe because remember we were like downstairs upstairs yeah. like winding roads and wine cellars wine cellars bedroom. And, stuff. and so we're like i am your daughter oh, like it was daughter. like is this place haunted um and then yeah, somebody yeah. said it was yes right and then carson and me were like yo we saw a ghost we in saw the a ghost yeah because there was another neighboring wedding and we're like oh my oh, god yeah. <laughs> it was like a oh, person yeah. walking through the window pane you know what's great about that what is i can now write in the description of this episode ghost stories Ooh. every episode i feel like we just need to mention the word ghost so i can yeah. put it in the description to entice people so. <laughs> well this was legit so basically this grounds of this doctor's house had like i want to say at least two other weddings but i know for a fact there was one other one mm. so when we From were 1973 it was a ghost wedding i think it was 1946 Jesus. so then carson and i were like going to the bar so this was like i'm fast forwarding a, a fair mm. bit but this was like after the ceremony and then we were like out in the garden and then there was like a restaurant mm. with like another like above like hotel area okay but the windows look like you know when you can't really see through windows they're like that weird thick frosted glass yeah all of a sudden you kept seeing the shadow go by and carson and me it's are like just shadows. it's just shadows <laughs> and so carson and i are like yo bitch please this place is haunted mm. right and then we're like oh my god but then we saw like the curtain like the person Ooh. the shadow stopped moving really? and then like the curtain peeked back a bit <laughs> but then you just saw like what looked like a bride because it was all in white oh. and i'm like oh, oh. god so it was so scary the ghost bride ghost bride but anyway so then <laughs> My favorite part was we go into the chapel. We're all kind of sitting. And I felt bad because all of us young guns were in one, like, one aisle or one row, right. one pew. Yeah. Is that right? Mm -hmm. um, but it was, like, the best, like, waiting for, like, our friends to kind of walk down, like, prior to Becca. Right. Right? And so, like, Ferris, Maddie, and Christina just look like such jokesters up right. there. And, like, basically I'm one of those assholes who's just trying to, like, wave and, like, deflect yeah, like, their attention. So Ferris and I basically had, like, an eyeline conversation <laughs> for the whole thing. And then... Mark didn't realize he was performing in yeah, the thing. Up. I think he was up to that. 
it was like he didn't know he was going up to bat <laughs> and so he did a great he job. Did a great job he did a great job the like the space was so beautiful the one thing i loved was there's air conditioning yeah in there because it was Important a really for summertime absolutely because i always feel bad for guys in suits but oh yeah this wedding the the whole ceremony was so lovely. One of my favorite things, and we told Becca this, was her vows to Mike were possibly one of the best written vows I had ever heard. For like sure. everything just felt like so beautifully poetic. <laughs> what Good are you dramatic doing? pause. Yeah. <laughs> You're cutting me off. Keep going. So anyway, I just thought like the framework was really good. And then, but like... All of her like personal anecdotes and like just really well written. It was like just such great emotion. It wasn't too gushy, but it was just gushy enough. And just like, yeah, it warmed my heart. <laughs> That's good. And then how was the actual reception part? It was so funny. Why? We had oh. all the parts because all the funny parts. Yeah, well, we definitely had an awesome table. Yeah, we like, had like, oh my God, this was like the most killer first, table. I got to sit next to Cam, so I was like, sweet. Yeah, and I got to sit behind Mal's, which was oh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So it was like me and Aunt Becky were yeah. like kicking it the whole time. So that was super fun. But yeah, our table was like the most rowdy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, food was great. Drinks were great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maddie was so nervous to do her speech and yeah. she had been practicing it for so long. She did an incredible job. Great job, yeah. Right? So that was a lot of fun. Uh, but she was officially off the clock off after the clock. <laughs> she did the speech. Yeah, and but then she had a bit of an accident. Yep. Oh, this boy. was so funny. So at one point, we're all on the dance floor. The, the music's going. It's super fun. We're all dancing. Becca's like obviously the best dancer in a wedding dress and then um maddie she wasn't drunk by any means i think she just like slipped out of her hand yeah we're all dancing i'm beside cam boppity boopity and maddie like is dancing and throws her glass in the midair and you're like watching it kind of fall in slow motion down to the ground cam's head is down like as if he's doing the dexter dance yeah and then all of a sudden this glass like shatters and like goes all into his face yeah right and so like he gets up and then i'm like oh my god you're like bleeding yeah and so like he can't open one eye but then there's like glass shards in his nose yeah. like on the bridge of his nose and so i'm like picking them out and then i just see you kind of be like oh my god did you get hit yeah i'm so worried that you any other day i feel like your luck's changed like you would have taken three big shards right to the eyeballs <laughs> and you would have lost them i'm like well i'm like you weren't hit you're like no, no. Like, oh my god your luck's changed so then ferris obviously if you guys rewind and listen to like the cottage like podcast is obviously oh, yeah. freaking out right she's like liam neeson got hit with glasses yeah. shards or whatever so she's freaking out we're like rushing cam to the like the, so the boys, boys the men's room, room and then like all of you girls come into the men's room and <laughs> we're like looking at his eye and trying to see if there's any glass in it we're like i don't know if there is but your eyes a little bloodshot and then i felt bad because <laughs> this old timer like walked in and just saw like all you women and yeah. just like gave a funky look and then like walked out so i think this is where it's like there's always some funny hijinks that happen at the wedding like ours was clearly like the speaker falling on our cake or Rula falling down the stairs right. holding the cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? so, yeah. Um, but so Cam was okay. Cam was fine. He's A-OK. He does not have to wear a pirate patch. No, um, which you've had to do before. Yes, I have. Twice. So you didn't have to get waterboarded like you did oh, when you put chili flakes in your eyes. So brutal. Yeah. Um. So then anyway, so that wedding was super fun. I think we stayed till like 1, 1.30. Yeah, because then we drove home. Because we had to go to Ottawa and like, yeah. Because then we had to go to Canadian Tire and buy that giant red. Jeep. Oh boy! So if you listen to last week's episode, we have a whole thing about buying a big yeah. Jeep for our nephew. Absolutely. So I think this is where like that wedding was so much fun. It made me think about like, oh man, I miss our wedding now. Yeah. But it was good because then I think we watched the wedding video. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then I guess. Well, yeah, well, any, sorry, I'm just saying it had, but I forgot, yeah, well, this might just be the three weddings and that might be enough time because we still have to talk about the wedding party we had. We, that might be, like, I feel like we can go through the other two yeah. pretty quickly. And so um, the second wedding uh, was a couple weeks later. A couple weeks later. Because Becca's was in August. Yeah, so it was. And then September was, was we had, like, er- back-to-back weddings. Yeah, so early September, right after the Labor Day long weekend, your parents were coming down. Yes. Because. Excuse me. Excuse you. Because this, ew. What happened? There's all guck on my fingers. What the hell did you do? I ripped the padding thing off. Of your chair? Uh, no, of the uh, oh, mouse that. holder. Yeah. Um, you, don't, you don't even need a mouse uh, pad. No, then you scratch the desks. Yeah, I mean. Oh, boy. boy. So anyway, we'll keep our... 
Um, so anyway, so what happened was then we ended up having um, DJ Malins and Carolyn's wedding. Yes. So it was right after the Labor Day weekend, which we were excited because, yes. again, this was a lot of people who attended our wedding, uh, yes. right, who we hadn't seen since our and wedding. And what were you looking for? Oh, I was fishing for compliments, 100%, <laughs> right? And so I was so excited, right? And so, like you weren't. Yeah, of course. I'm always fishing for compliments. <laughs> Start calling me Bobby Fisher. I'm always fishing for shit over here. I just wanted to hear other people's interpretation of our wedding. Right. Right? And so Correct. going to other people's weddings was equally a great opportunity to hear about your own wedding. Right. Because it's about our day. <laughs> yeah. So this was a lot of my aunts and uncles. Basically, all my aunts and uncles who mm-hmm. came to our wedding were also mm-hmm. at uh, DJ Mountain's wedding because he's my cousin. Yes. That's how you not know the relation. That's how a family tree works. Yeah, but they might think he's my brother, brother from another mother, yeah. uncle, stepson, all this stuff. Yeah, so that one was super fun. Obviously, DJ Mallon, um, you we know a bunch of his friends and Carolyn's friends and stuff like that. You kind of sp- you spoke about the bachelor party, which yeah. was awesome. And so we I'll- get to this. Sorry. So also I was going to say is we actually got to be a part of the wedding, which I thought was kind of cool. I know. So gotta, that was so crazy. We got to be in a bunch of their professional photos, which was which, uh, which I thought was really nice. Which absolutely. Was cool. You're forgetting the main attraction. What? So we showed up like with one minute to spare. And so, so where did we get to see? <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I'll just say I was a little stressed out that day. Yeah, you're so stressed out. I yeah, forgot about that. Because I was stressed out. Why were you so upset with me? I wasn't upset with you. I was stressed out for life. Why? I don't know because we hadn't done what we were about to do a few weeks later. So why was I? Why oh, were you stressed because, out? Because I had a big thing I had to do. What? So anyways, doesn't matter. We get to the wedding. Yeah. What, you were wedding? stressed out. So John and I had to have words in the car. <laughs> it wasn't so much words. It was stares. And then it was me being like, oh, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. I was no, like, why I are you being... I used to say I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I You're was like, like why, why are you being such a salty such... dog? Yeah. I was like, stop being such a salty dog. <laughs> like, I was like, this is your family. This is your family. <laughs> These are your problems. <laughs> I'm like, I'm excited to go see your family. And I was yeah, like... And then we drove to the back of the... The, the place we had to like drive through a mall to get to the actual venue which i still think we yes absolutely so <laughs> anyways we got there <laughs> with, with one, one minute, minute to, to spare. spare and then i see andrew i'm like hey man congrats and he's like super excited to see us and i'm like okay yeah we'll, we'll just we'll sneak in right mm-hmm. now I'm, I'm sure there's a seat in the back he's like oh there's a seat right, right up, up front, front. <laughs> so where do we sit right up front, front with the family <laughs> His brother and my cousin and my uncle Tim, his parents and, <laughs> and Carol. You know, you're like this is where uh, I was like. At least we both look dressed up, so yeah. we're in all we their pictures. front row. And even my dad like gave us a look. Like he's like, what the fuck are you guys? You guys front, literally front row of this wedding. Yeah, which was hilarious. Which is awesome. Which and is so awesome. like this is the hilarious part because when you think back to our wedding. Yes. Mike Van Slingerland was like not having it for late fucks like us. So no. he literally shut the door. He shut the door. And then you had to like go up to the, the balcony, balcony like Maddie and Bryson did. Yeah. So um, this was awesome. So we were in the front seat. And so it was so nice because it was like um, one of Carolyn's friends, Joanna, mm-hmm. who we, obviously she's come to many a house party here. She, mm. she had the infamous llama. Yeah, and right? a pineapple. And a pineapple. Pa- yeah, on an ass. It was so good. Mm. And then... I'm not um, an ass. You're an ass. Oh. oh. So then that was pretty chill. A bunch of the guys from the bachelor party. Obviously, Pete was there. Yeah. And so, um, what you call it? Carolyn looked absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so their ceremony was so sweet and whatnot. Like, it wasn't even long. No, Either. I, I think... No, it was like the same amount as ours. I think it was like 20, 25 minutes, which again, mm-hmm. Slingerland said... If it's over 25 minutes, it's too Gotta long. Gotta go. It's like, funny. I don't even think they had readings or anything. Uh, Did no, they? Re- no, they read their vow. They had vows, I yeah. think. I don't think there was a reading. No. Well, was there a reading? I don't remember. I can't remember if there was a reading. Yeah. But what's really cool about theirs, much like Becca's, much like Richard's, all three weddings, mm. all in the same place. Yes, yes. You didn't have to travel, drive nope. anywhere else, which is fantastic. Which was awesome. And, and so from there, we went to cocktail co- hour slash photos. Oh, yeah. So we got to be a part of their photos. Which was awesome. Like, I would mm-hmm. say, like, I was impressed was really that nice. you got, like, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. But then I was like, who am I to be in these no, photos? you're my wife. I know, but still, I was so, so excited. That was, was such a sweet gesture. It was great. All the wedding party, but then, like, all, like, the immediate family. So aunts and uncles mm-hmm. and everything. And so it was like, 
the big group photo of us with everyone. And then yeah. it was like, even though I loved it, it was the fact it was just you and me and, and I know. Carolyn and Andrew, which was so great. It was so, so I, sweet. I really did like that part of it. And then it was funny. Then we went out for cocktail hour, which was, so it was great because we did pictures and we still had time for cocktail mm-hmm. hour. And then that's when the whole cocktail hour, my dad's like, I got to tell you another great thing I love about your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I gotta tell you this story about your podcast. It's so funny. I think he stressed out your Aunt Angel, though, I talking so. about the podcast to the point where she's like, I'm gonna go talk to Aunt Fran. Yeah. <laughs> so it's great to see everyone. And I believe that's where we were getting compliments about our wedding. Like, oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, we had so much fun at your mm-hmm. wedding, this and that. And my mom's like, oh, I loved your wedding. And yeah. My dad's like, the wedding was great, but but this week's podcast, oh my God, <laughs> was so, so silly. So that was fun. And then we. And I think what was really nice as well, um, much like Becca's wedding, and ours until like midnight or 1 a.m. The weather was so nice. Yeah. So like the balcony and the cocktail hour was actually outside on the balcony on the exterior yes. of the yeah, venue, nice. which was really, really fun um, to kind of be out on the sun and on the street and everything. So that was really cool. So that was good. And then we went in for dinner. And one one of the things I liked about their wedding, too, was I liked Andrew and Carolyn's walkout music, <gasps> which was Anti Up by M.O.P. Oh, no way. Yeah, you so did I, comment. I remember yeah. you. I don't remember that song, yeah. but I remember you saying that it when it came out. Yeah. Anyways, I was right. like, oh, that's pretty dope. So. Yeah. So the venue looked beautiful. I love like the interior of the place. It had like exposed beams. Yeah. Whatchamacallit. Again, we had a really awesome table, group of friends. Yeah. And like one of his friends was like the cop who told like crazy cool stories. Yeah, I remember him at the bachelor party. He yeah. would tell some like stories about just being a cop. And so crazy. And that. Some so that, shitty scene. Yeah. So that was fun. Basically, it, it was like an episode of Southland. Yeah, I was like, are you going to say South Park? No. South Park. <laughs> right. NYPD Blue. Yeah. All this great shit. Uh, so that was... Chicago f- PD, MD, and... Fire. Fire. City TV. It's a great show. See, I did a plug. There you go. Right. <laughs> I gave you a couple plugs, so it's nice oh, to get the reciprocal end. So that was great. Food was awesome. And then the dancing was great because Andrew's a DJ. Yeah, he ended up buddy. DJing a bunch of the, of the wedding, like a section yeah. of it, which was super cool to see him up there. Totally. A lot like how you... In your wedding dress, got mm. to like play with your band. Mm-hmm. He's a DJ, so he got to DJ some yeah. of his wedding. I will take one mad props for one thing that happened. What's that? Did I not get Carolyn on the ones and twos uh, as well? You Is that did right? That. Yeah. Ones and twos. Sure, right. I'm a DJ as well. Yeah. DJ so, Digital Frog. Um, what you gonna call it? I told Carolyn to go up and put the headphones on and go behind there because obviously people want to see her like behind there and taking pictures, sure. which I thought was super fun. Um, the one thing I was going to say, what I loved about their wedding, too, was much like best man Sean at our wedding made his speech interactive. Yeah. The best man, who was like a life coach speaker, yeah. his was interactive, too. It had yeah. like music bits yeah, underneath yeah, for it. for sure. Um, so that wedding was super fun. And I liked the candy bar. Oh, yeah. So the candy, candy bar. Home, which, was um, which was pretty cool. I remember talking to one couple there. I think I can't remember what their names were, but they had a house in Leslieville, and I was like, "Damn you, people!" Uh, that's uh, his friend. I was gonna say Jared, but he looks like Jared <laughs> from Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like guy Duncan nice. or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had a house in Leslieville. I'm like, you damn fucks. I know. <laughs> if only we had a house in Leslieville. I know. Wanks. Cool. Um, so that wedding was super fun. Yeah. Um, right. And just again, like. When we came home, I was like, I got to watch oh, our wedding video. Yeah. And then, you know, what we did the next day. No. We went to that weird McDonald's. No, that was that night. Yes. You don't know. Do you remember what we did the next morning? No. My parents, your parents. Oh, my God. Kyle, we hosted, hosted brunch. Brunch for the family. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so this is where I was like, we're like, okay. Oh, you wouldn't want, you don't want to date someone who's boring. Let's just do all this <laughs> thing. See, my impressions change. <laughs> So anyway, because it is us or me, <laughs> I was me. this is me. Um, I like to keep an action packed week, and I was like, "What's more fun than after partying till two a.m. and going to bed at four a.m. to host people for nine a.m.?" Yeah, so let's uh, have nine people, nine over. people over in our tiny two bedroom apartment um, to have brunch, and so like only we had something bigger than this two bedroom apartment, <laughs> yeah, and cutlery, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's true. so and chairs. Um, yeah. so basically, we decided to make a menu, and it was like sausages, bacon, French toast, eggs. Like croissants, everything. Yeah, like, don't you remember shopping the day before and you're yeah. just like, I don't have enough food. I'm like, you got plenty of food. I know, but you you're married to a Gomez. You should know. When do we not like even yesterday was Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. What happened? There was lots of food. And that's what's up. Oh. Okay. Right? We would never not have food. Right? <laughs> no, we're gonna have food, but you're 
Um, this is, goes back to the tiny drums you tried to get back. <laughs> that might he like, would have fit there. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have. He would this have. would have been like, here's your one croissant. <laughs> here's your one thing. Remember, you gained 70 pounds when we started dating. Yeah, is that a good thing? <laughs> yeah, your eyes widened. Oh, my God. So, anyway, John was malnourished, apparently, living as a single I bachelor. Would eat bread and pop for dinner. Or sometimes <laughs> I used, when I lived in college, my dinner would be jelly beans and chocolate milk. <laughs> I told one of my work friends when we were at this place, I can't remember what it's called. It was like Eau de Cochon in like Canal neighborhood or something or Malzen in Montreal. We're all at this dinner. We're eating so much food. And like all like uh, Francois, Jeff and Lindsay were like, oh, because they hadn't met you yet. So they were like, whereas Wynn already knew you and everything. And so I was talking about you. And they're like, what's John? Because everyone is like telling like, oh, my significant other basically came to Montreal. And I was like, oh, I told John I was to come. Montreal the week prior. So I told him, I was like, yeah, John won't come with me. But I'm like, he's living life as a bachelor. And they're like, what's he eating right now? (laughs) Oh, boy. First of all, he's living life making hardcore beats, which are getting scrapped. Unless you want to buy him, email me at live at 605gmail.com. I'll sell you that beat, $10. $10? He ain't fucking on iTunes for $1.99. Yeah, but. What's it called? Right now, it's just called 605 Beat. No, please don't. You're going to tarnish the brand. Fine, then. It's called Dope Shit Ass Beat. Okay. That could be a good name for the podcast if I wouldn't get banned. Oh, Lord. So, anyway, what was on the menu while I was gone? I had two French toast dinners. Yeah. I didn't have steak because you forbid it. I didn't forbid it. (laughs) I just said I'll make steak for us on Thursday. I had... Like a good wife would. (laughs) (laughs) I had French toast, chicken, pasta... French toast. I oh. Yeah. What were you telling these people? I was just like, yo, when before I met John, he used to make steak with a side of apple. <laughs> it would be steak with a baked potato and an apple cut up. Yes, correct, correct. Because I got my meat, I got my potatoes, and I got some fruit. Potatoes is not a food group, first of all. <laughs> and you know what I would do with that potato? I'd poke some holes in it with my fork, and then I'd throw it in the oven for an hour, take it out, and put butter in it. It tasted good, right? It was delicious. So I, I shouldn't make a roast right now. I was 22 years old. Young and naive. 2007. Yeah. I don't know what's up. You're so funny. Um. So anyway, so I was telling them that story and they're like, oh my God. And then I was like, no, he eats way better now. <laughs> I think it's just more like a bachelor life. Yeah. It's the only one thing when I'm by myself. Uh, the only one thing I like is just making whatever I want for dinner. Why don't you just make whatever you want for us for dinner? Because you're the better cook. Like, do you want me to make you French toast for dinner? No, because that doesn't fit. I know. Me, that's why I, I had need... seven pieces of toast that night. <laughs> and I've gained more than 70 pounds. Oh, anyways. Um, I don't know what we're talking about. We made brunch for our family. Oh, yeah. So that was a little bit. Here. Yeah. So that was a little stressful because none of them would leave either. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, my God. We're so tired. And then um, we're like, why are we cooking? And so, like, you're entertaining. You're cooking. It's, like, tight quarters. Like, people yeah. are like, yeah. We're like, let's watch the wedding video or something. Yeah. And so then it was like that. And, like, Savannah's running around and, like, whatnot. So, but it was such a great hang. Yeah. Um, it's always nice. Like, I always love having a full house. I think that's where... You and Danny Tanner. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so to me, it's just more fun. But I know it's like we never really got a break that weekend. So we're almost at an hour. So this is what I think we should do. We'll tell the next wedding story. Yeah. Wrap it up. And then we can talk more about the wedding party we had previous weeks. And then maybe we can delay the big announcement another week. Okay. So I think the following week we had another wedding. Yes. <laughs> so the final wedding of the year of 2019 that we know of yeah. um, was one of the twins. It's yeah. uh, Richard and Vivian's wedding. Right. Um, so this is Lillian, who is in my bridal party, who's like yes. one of my closest friends, one of your dear friends, um, her baby brother. So I've known Richard for probably like 20 years at this wow. point. Um, so to me, he's always like that scrawny little guy in a jersey playing basketball and tennis. But he looks like Monty from 13 Reasons yeah. Why. <laughs> so he's, he's way nicer. Yeah, he's and not mean and horrible yeah. and like Won't violent. Won't a broomstick in you. Um, and so, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> so then basically... It was his wedding, and his wedding kind of came together really quick because I feel like they were only engaged 
like at the we beginning of the year. Yeah, we found out in February, like right before our wedding. Right, because Lillian was like doing reconnaissance at our wedding for their wedding. Yeah, I think they got engaged. Is it the Christmas break, possibly? I think so. Possibly. Um, so that was really exciting because we were like, where will it be? What will happen? You know, Vivian was really great at checking in. She emailed me a few times yeah. to ask about like, you know, how did we get set officiant? You know, where did we find the quartet? You right. know, who was our wedding planner? Sure. Photography questions and stuff like that. So it was kind of nice through, even though our wedding had ended, kind of living back those like practical moments through right. Vivian and like emailing her about our wedding. Because um, it just, it kept it top of mind while John was cutting the wedding video. Right. And so anyway, we also were so excited to go into this wedding mm. because we we're like, oh, <laughs> it's got to be like, it's high school awkward. It's yeah. all of your high school friends. For sure. Super right? fun. It's yeah. super fun in a different way. And this is where we're like, you just don't know what to expect because you're just like, again, it's your high school friends. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to yeah. be fun. Exactly. Right? We love all those guys. We love all those guys. And so... Um, this was again, super excited to participate because yes. it would have been like us going, like us attending our wedding. Right. Right. Like all of our, all of the high school friends were at one table at our wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I was at that table. For right. Sure. But then I was like, wait, it's like, we're sitting with all of our friends. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like one of those things. So Vivian looked absolutely stunning. Definitely. One of the things, they had really great music. Like, there was yeah. a lot of good stuff on that playlist. 100%. One of my favorite things during their ceremony was, I think, when the officiant person was like, uh, Richard, <laughs> do you take Vivian yeah. to be your bride? And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, he's got good comedic timing. <laughs> yeah, so he's so funny. And he's also, like, weirdly charming. Oh, yeah, definitely. Thing. So he's always, like, kind of, like, as if he's, like, Michael Bublé, like, yeah. one of those old souls. Kind yeah. of like, yeah, yeah of yeah. course I do. <laughs> For sure. Um, My other favorite part of the wedding was he came up to our table and he was, like, sitting beside me and Miranda. Yeah. I think, and, like, he was talking, or to me and Al, and he was talking to me and Al and launched his beer <laughs> and, like, spilled it everywhere. Yeah. Um, so that was so funny, but I think he got so nervous. He like ran down to the other side of the table. Yeah, yeah for sure. So that mm -hmm. was fun. Um, obviously we got to talk to a bunch of like our friends, like Arthur and Denise, who we hadn't seen since our wedding. They, yeah. So that was nice to hear about like our stuff again. Um, Chris did an amazing job on the dance floor, killing it as usual. Yeah. A lot um, of good music. <clears throat> we, yeah, we like took over the dance floor. You got mm -hmm. really excited when BTS. Oh my gosh. That's on. right. There's some, some good songs, good mm -hmm. dancing. Food was really good as well. Mm -hmm. Speeches were awesome. Totally. And yeah. Chris made it a point to tell me, he's like, isn't this food hot? Like it is oh, at yeah, your wedding? Yeah. Because yeah. that's one of my pet peeves is when food isn't <laughs> like temperature hot enough yeah. um, to serve. But it was like, again, like much like Jay and Taryn's wedding, yeah. it was like not a lot of people. I there was like maybe 80. Yeah, I feel like weddings these days aren't maybe as big as before. And I think it goes back to when we talked to our fishing where it's like, you know, even as early as 10, 15 years ago, weddings were more for the family and like your parents invite all their friends mm -hmm. and all their relatives and this and that. Mm -hmm. Where nowadays, weddings are like the bride and groom are having only who they want there and totally. stuff like that. Like when we were watching Snooki's wedding, they 800, 800 people. people. Fuck that noise. Like 120. 800 people and Situation and Vinny were, were not invited. Wanks. And, went, and Polly had his weird hair. Dude. Weird hair. Angelina wasn't there either. Ah, she wouldn't be invited. No, not yet. But yeah, ours was like 120 ish, and I'm yeah. like, to me, that's per like 150 to me would be Too that's many. that's a lot of people. So mm -hmm. like, when my sister got married, she did 100 people, which mm -hmm. seemed like a great amount. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think like 80 to 125 is like the sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, again, depending on the venue and yeah. what you're doing, depending and on, shit. and it's also like depending on your stance on weddings. Yeah. But I think so. That was super fun. We ended up kicking it there to like again like one or yeah. something in the morning with everyone dancing. Did we have something um, to do the next day? can't remember is, is there anything on that calendar um, what because i feel the like one thing that i think it was so funny alan's speech was amazing yeah he gave, a pretty he good gave such a really good speech uh i'm just curious if there's anything on the next day after the wedding or if it's blank. yes we did <laughs> we did so, okay, obviously you wouldn't want to be married to a very boring woman would you who's that you wouldn't want to be married to a boring woman <laughs> sorry was that necessary? Who are you? No. Who are you impersonating? The comedic bit, bit the comedic, the 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 comedic bit was that I started very high, mm -hmm. and then I went normal, and then I went low. Who decided that was comedy? <laughs> <laughs> and that would be our previously on. <laughs> 
So what did we have the next day? So the next day we had my best friend's birthday party at the Jays game. Oh, I was like, who's your best friend? What? Oh, that was the next day? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so the next day. Oh, he's something with us. Why? No, this is good, obviously. Yeah. So we'll then, just tell that real story, then we'll wrap this shit yeah, up. Yeah, so the next day, um, my best friend, Benjamin. <laughs> Who's your best friend? My best friend, Benjamin. Seven-year-old nephew. Took take, it was his seventh birthday, and it was also the last Jays game of the season, and he was so excited to go to the Jays game and run the baseball diamond after yeah. for Junior Jays. Yeah, and they... Uh, we disappeared, me, Ben, and your brother, Be- uh, Brent. Yeah, for like an hour. Because they had all this free shit they were giving out. Free swag. We yeah. went and played mini golf. It was like, like a, where are you guys? I'm sitting like here clock. fucking like talking to Dennis. Like, <laughs> where are you? <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. And you and Ben sat together and you were like shaking your rumps and dancing all this stuff. Yeah, and, it was so funny. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty funny. Yeah. So. I think the one thing that stressed me out, though, amongst being exhausted at the end, um, we were sitting in, or no, peanut we were, free section. Yeah, we were in the peanut free section, but like at like the eighth in the, inning, yeah, you ended up walking downstairs to go line up in the tunnel to go get run on to run the bases on the field. And I don't remember if you saw this, but it, like me and Brandon were like kept talking about this, like all these kids fucking running face first onto concrete, oh yeah, and I like saw sliding that. down sure. and like jumping over the railing and stuff. Well, who wants to have responsibility? Honestly, it stressed me the fuck out. Yeah. I'm like. If none of these kids get injured, it'll be a fucking miracle. I get stressed out when you call me. I couldn't imagine. I can't. Can you imagine if we had a kid and you called me? Oh, I can't. I'd be like... No, this is why. Anyways, that's why it's... So I had a super fun time at that game, <laughs> but th- that started at 3 o'clock, which meant we didn't get home till like 7. Oh, yeah. So... Well, I mean, we're right about at that time. So this is end of September. We're almost caught up to where we are now in life, mm-hmm. which means in the next episode or two, I feel yeah. like next episode will end with Lizzo yeah. and that's going to Montreal. And then we'll tease. I bet you in two episodes, yeah. we will make our big announcement. Yeah. And I will say crazy announcement, which is a crazy a announcement, crazy story. And because John dropped the beans about me doing violin, oh, I can yes. actually attach that to next week's episode. Yeah. So next week we're going to talk about. Uh, the Spanish soiree for the wedding screening. Yeah, it was definitely salty for that day, too. You were salty. Because of all the, again, all the stuff we had to Here's buy. Here's the thing, though, and I'm going to say this again next yeah. week. You should just trust me. I trust you wholeheartedly. No, you don't, but you literally intentionally stress me out because you're stressed out. So it's but like, just, you I should just stress out in silence. <laughs> Like Depeche Mode said, enjoy the silence, John. I did stress out in silence. That was the drive to DJ Mallon's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) What I was going to say is we're good 90% of the time. I'll be stressed out and you talk me down for a ledge and then you're stressed out. I talk you down. But then there's that 10% where we're just stressed out together and then it just is no fun. Yeah, but that is like, that is hard to come by. That's true. But anyways... That was a fun day. We'll talk about wedding parties. We'll talk about Lizzo concerts. We'll talk about going to Montreal. We'll talk about violin lessons. And then we might even drop the bombshell of what fucking crazy what next ass story. shit we did. So do you want to do Band of the Week? Yeah. Who do you want it to be this week? Your choice. This week, my choice. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, boy. So next, this week, um, for Band of the Week, it's our beloved band, Wilco. Really? Did they put out a new album? They did, because of the one with the cat called Star Wars. We didn't. We weren't no. super fans but of. But then Wilco Schmilko was good. Pretty Wilco good. Wilco Schmilko was amazing. This feels like, I again, like this, album this album is awesome. And what I love about Wilco, especially for the season we're in, is they put out the best fall. They do. Albums. It's the perfect backdrop to your autumn day walk. Um, is this album again? Yes, yeah, album's called Ode Ode to Joy. Mm-hmm. It's like their twelfth album, mm-hmm. and you wanted to do do the song Everyone Hides. Yeah, you like this song, right? It's just like a fun, great mm-hmm. walking song, great mm-hmm. listening fall song, and everything. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to get into it? Yeah. This is Everyone Hides by Wilco. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605. Follow us on there and Instagram at live at 605. And I will continue to post dope shit. You can watch it with the sound on or off. Doesn't matter, but I prefer the sound on. And then follow me on No Eye Rolls, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Camp, and I'm always dropping just dope shit all day. And yourself? I am the humble Humble. Humble. Sit down. Um, <laughs> co-owner of the podcast. This is Val Gomez 23. Majority shares. <laughs> Anyways, until next, you are. I am. Good idea that we decided to eat dinner after an hour podcast. Yeah, 
dinner. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know words. <laughs> Until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'll be. Let's get you some food. Some salty dogs. Where the point gets lost in the telling. And the telling was the point all the while. Deep inside. John Mallon and Val Gomez.